0: Welcome, welcome, welcome women to another exciting episode of Relentless, the podcast. I am your host, Dr. Janae Bryce. We are relentless. Why? Because we can't stop. We don't stop. We won't stop searching the unsearchable riches of the uncompromising gospel of Jesus, the Christ, son of the living God. Oh, I'm excited about what the Lord is going to share with us today. How are you women? I'm just checking in with you to make sure you are right. Because this too shall pass. We are relentless. If the word of God is relentless, that means his blessings will literally overtake us. Relentless. Won't back down. Won't give up. Won't relent. We will stand our ground. Just like the word of God is relentless in our lives, so too should we be relentless in this life. Come on, women. All right. I would like to give a shout out, um, as is my custom to those churches, um, associations, nonprofits, organizations, um, Who have allowed me to share my gift down through the years, whether it was a word of poetry, emceeing a program, standing on a Sunday morning, a lecture, a workshop um, on dry land or by sea, you know, conferences, conventions, whatever it was. I thank God that you allowed me to share. So today's shout out goes out to Friendship Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, At the time, I was blessed to um, share under the pastorate of Pastor Broadfoot. Uh, then later on, I shared under pastor flowers and I was able to even share now under pastor quick, God bless you all. May you live long in the service of our God. And I say to you, like Paul said to the church at Philippi, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. God bless you, people of God, as I prayed about what to share and I searched the word of God and he arrested my attention on 2nd Timothy chapter four, verses seven and eight. 2nd Timothy chapter four, verses seven and eight. Again, I'll be reading out of my beloved King James version of the New Testament scriptures. 2nd Timothy four, seven through eight. And it reads as thus, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. What did he say? I'm going to read it again. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith, Lord. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. So with that, I thought we would talk tonight or today about... The topic, a strong finish, a strong finish. All right, so we're going to have three points, of course, and then we're going to be right out of your way. A strong finish. Now, um, in 2013, Jonathan Nelson um, released a song called Strong Finish. And in it, he repeats strong, finish, strong, finish. Why? Because I've got a strong faith. It takes a strong faith to have a strong finish. Come on, stay with me. So let's define these two terms. Strong, strong. Having great power to act. It means vigorous. Having ability to bear or endure. The book of Acts tells us, and ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall be my witnesses. But see, first of all, you have to endure. If you're going to be a witness to something, it's because you've experienced something. How many know that God has not given us a spirit of fear? Come on. But of power and of love and of a strong mind. We are able to endure In the face of fear, because of the power of love and a strong mind. We are to endure hardness as a good soldier. Song said, the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong, but to the one that endureth. See, we're talking about strong, the word strong, meaning having the power to bear or endure. In other words, God has given us what we need to keep on going. Tell yourself, keep on going. Keep fighting because it ain't over. Even in 2020. Almost, uh, uh, yes, December 1st. Come on. It ain't over. It's been a tough year, hasn't it? But we're going to have a strong what? Finish. It means to arrive at the end of a completion. Tell yourself, is it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Tell yourself, finish it. Now pretend like you in church and tell your neighbor, you can't stop here. When life is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but do not quit. It's all right to rest, but you can't give up now. Tell yourself, you can't give up now. So now, now, now that we've got our definitions out of the way and our title, a strong finish, I, I, I I want to throw this in. If you're like me, you like to know some background about the people you're listening to. You know, I I love to listen to podcasts and I love um, to listen to prominent speakers. But but I also do my research. I dig and I look. Because everybody's got a backstory. Come on. You ain't going to get through this life without a testimony. Come on. So I did just that and I looked at though it is called Second Timothy. Timothy did not write this book. So point number one is his qualification. Let's look. Who wrote this book? Chapter 1, verse, verses 1 and 2 says, Paul. An apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus to Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy and peace from God, the father and Christ Jesus, our Lord. So the author of the book is Paul himself. We learn that Paul is the author and. He is the encourager of Timothy. So, the author of the book is the Apostle Paul, that great missionary to the Gentiles. Come on, that great pastor and church planter. You remember Paul, don't you? That great orator and preacher. You remember Paul, don't you? It was he who uh, started off as a hater of Christians and persecuted the church, <laughs> who, who was knocked off his beast and blinded for three days. You remember? How the Lord changed his name and changed his direction and changed his outlook and changed his destination. It was Paul whose life was in constant danger in just about every city he visited. You remember Paul? Shipwrecked, beaten, imprisoned, assaulted. And let me throw this in for free. Just because you get saved does not mean (coughs) you will go through this life unscathed beaten, imprisoned, assaulted, and then snake-bitten. Remember that? But you do remember how he shook it all off for the cause of Christ. (laughs) See, that's another story for another time. But we're talking about Paul. Life is hard sometimes, isn't it? Nobody said this role would be easy. But tell yourself, encourage yourself by saying, I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. (laughs) Tell yourself, if the Lord kept Paul, he can keep me. It ain't over. Hang in there. So Paul, with all of his stuff that he went through, I believe he is qualified to give us some encouragement today. I believe Paul said through it all, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. And just remember, ladies, life may include a whole lot, but you must conclude I am persuaded. No matter what this life throws at you, be convinced, be persuaded that neither height nor depth, life nor death. Come on, angels, principalities. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. And, and I'm just uh, we're talking to the body of Christ. See, 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 oh, God, we need somebody who's qualified to speak to the body of Christ, to give us some encouragement. Uh, And I believe Paul is qualified because only somebody who's been through something can tell me anything. That's why transparency in the body of Christ is so important. We have to learn to encourage one another in the body of Christ. Season Saints, keep on telling your testimony. Tell us how you made it over. Share how you made it. The Bible says they overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of their what? Testimony. Stop sitting on your testimony. Tell it. Now tell your neighbor, you can't tell it like I can. (laughs) What the Lord has done for me. But though I can't tell it like you can, I can tell it my way. Come on. Because you don't know what the Lord has done for me. You don't know. You wasn't there. You don't know when and you don't know where. Paul is qualified to tell us about a strong faith. Point number two. His declaration. Point one. His qualification. Point two. His declaration. Chapter four, verse seven says, um, there it is. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. See, see, this is his resume. All a resume is is telling what you've done, explaining to other folks why you qualified. This here, this is his declaration. A declaration is an unequivocal statement of facts or truths. It is not a question or inquiry. It does not need any clarification whatsoever. Paul's declaration comes in verse 7. It is here that Paul is clear about who he is. Let me me throw this in for free. You know we need more people who are clear about who they are and what they've done. (laughs) I said we need more people who are clear about who they are and what they've done. More saints who can write their own obituary. Come on here. They don't need someone else to toot their own horn. They can toot it themselves. Paul gives us three declarative statements about himself. He says, I have fought. What? A good fight. Sometimes in this life, you will have to fight. And sometimes physically. Uh-oh. Did Dr. Bright say that? The word says, as much as life in you, live peaceably among all men. Now. As much as lieth in you. And if you come from where I come from, my daddy said, don't start it. But if you have to, finish it. Now, I'm just saying. That that didn't happen all the time, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Now, Now, don't be the one aggravating, instigating, and stirring up stuff. But sometimes that thing may cause for a fight physically. Paul said, I have fought. Not only physically, but spiritually. The Bible says earnestly contend for the faith. Sometimes you've got to fight for your sanity. Oh, come on here in 2020. Come on, isolation. Come on, depression. Being cut off from from, uh, family, friends, loved ones. Come on, we've had to make all kinds of concessions in this year. You got to fight for your sanity. Ooh, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. The Lord wants to ooh, he wants you to think on these things. whatsoever things are good and honest, whatsoever things are pure and just, whatsoever things are lovely and of a good report. Think on these things. Come on, you sometimes you got to fight for your grip on reality. Lord, have mercy. Tell your neighbor, hold on. Now tell yourself, fight for it. Fight for it. Sometimes you just going to have to fight for it. You're going to have to stand there like a mule. Let me tell you what I learned about a mule. You know the, the saying stubborn as a mule? Now he might not think he's being stubborn. But there's something about the mule. When he decides he ain't walking no further. then he ain't going another further. He locks his knees in place. And it causes his legs to dig in. His hooves ain't moving. His legs ain't moving. His knees ain't moving. That means neither is his whole body. He's not going anywhere. He's locked in. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to lock in. You've got to get into the word of God. Memorize it. or Hide it in your heart so that you have it when you need it see, it's times like 2020 that will have folk questioning their very existence, their very purpose in life, questioning why should they go on. Oh, come on. Satan wreaks havoc on the mind. Paul said, number one, I have fought. Number two, I have finished what? My course. The course that has been individually laid out for me. You do know that your course is your cross. The cross that is personally designed for you, tailor-made for you in your life. My course has been personally mapped out for me. And by the grace of Almighty God, I am to finish it. Your course is your cross. The Lord says, I know the plans I have for you. To do you good and not evil. To prosper you. To give you a hope and an expected end. Come on. The Lord knows this is not going to be what takes you out. No. Tell the devil not today. No. You've got to finish it. You've got to get it done. Don't procrastinate. Every day is another chance to get it right with God. There are new mercies, new joy, fresh feathers for the flight. Tell yourself, finish it. Finish what? That book. Finish it. That play. Finish it. That business plan. Finish it. Tell your neighbor, finish it. The Bible says greater is the ending of a thing than the beginning thereof. I have fought. I have finished. I have kept what? The faith. The faith. The Bible says now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Faith. The faith that comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Jude tells us in verse 20, but ye beloved. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Faith that sees the invisible, expects the incredible, stands the invincible. Faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Paul's qualifications? Listen, he didn't need nobody co-signing for him. He was the one on this journey. Paul's declaration? I fought, I finished, I kept the faith. And now leads us to point number three, his expectation. Verse eight in the A clause, it says, henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge shall give me at that day. Verse eight, there is an expectation looking forward to a future happening. Paul declares who he is in verse seven. He makes it clear that he is a man of action. He has worked. He has gotten it done. He tells us that he has fought a good fight. He has finished his course and he has kept the faith. Ooh, let let me throw this in for free. There's a difference between confidence and cockiness. There's a difference between knowing you've done a good job and bragging about it. Paul is simply stating the facts. I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. I I have finished my course. I've done these things. And see, let me tell you something, ladies. You don't have to be ashamed of your testimony. Because cause we've, we've all got a long way to go. We've not all dotted our I's and crossed our T's. We, 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 we've all made some mistakes. We've got some flaws and some downfalls. But you have not done everything wrong. You have done some things right. Come on, women. Satan wants to tear you down and mess up your self-esteem and have you forgetting that when you look in the mirror, you're supposed to like what you see. The devil is a liar. You have not done everything wrong. You have done some things right. It's all right to celebrate your accomplishments. Listen, my grandfather said, it's a po dog that won't wag his own tail. (laughs) I said, it's a po dog that won't wag his own tail. Listen, I don't need you to co-sign for my blessings. You 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 don't need to co-sign my testimony. That was me on the floor with the Lord. Wrestling with him all night till he made it better. That was me trusting God and hoping against hope. You wasn't there. Need you co-signing? No. Uh Uh-uh. Stop rehearsing your mistakes and start celebrating your victories. Remember, you have not done everything wrong. You have done some things right. Paul is saying, and Paul, who himself calls himself the chief of sinners. Ooh-wee. Now, you thought Pookie and Ray Ray and them was bad. Paul says, I am the chief of sinners. What? Now, if he persecuting Christians, if he dragging innocent men, women, and children out of their houses to be persecuted and sometimes killed. Because he had a zealousness according to the law. If he thought he was doing God a favor. And the Lord can turn him around. What has he done in your life? Celebrate your accomplishments, women of God. No more low self-esteem, walking around with your head down. The devil is a liar. Paul says, listen, I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. I have finished my course. And now he says, his expectation is, henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Listen, I, I ain't bearing this cross for nothing. I want my crown. Listen. A crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. In other words, my brothers and my sisters, those of you who are listening, it is not in vain. Fighting the fight, it's worth it. Finishing my course, it's worth it. Keeping the faith, it's worth it. Keeping your mouth closed when you want to tell somebody off, it's worth it. Walking away when you know you could slap the fire out of somebody don't do it walk away tell your sister walk away Mm -mm. (laughs) it's worth it why because god the righteous judge the one who sees all and knows all god the righteous judge the one whose eyes are in every place beholding the evil and the good god the righteous judge the one who created heaven and the earth god the alpha and the omega The beginning and the end. The first and the last. It is all worth it. Why? Because they who bear the cross will also bear the crown. Tell yourself it's worth it. Why? So we will have a strong finish. Listen. I'm going to talk about it again. This year has been like no other. And as I am poised to celebrate my 51st birthday this week. On Thursday, I have been doing a lot of reflection. I've been doing a lot of contemplation. I've been doing just a lot of thinking. Come on, somebody. And in the midst of a time where we can't gather together with friends and family, and and, and when there's uncertainty, we've had an election and there's been all kinds of controversy surrounding it. We've had to deal with celebration, celebrating birthdays, anniversaries, um, milestones in our lives, separated from family members. We've had illnesses. We've had people die. COVID-19 is real. And it is taking a toll, not just on us in the United States, but, but all around this world. There is a global pandemic. What are you saying, Sister Bryce? I'm saying... Even though all of this is true, even though we've got to accept reality and still trust God to work a miracle. There's still something the Lord wants us to know. And this will be our souvenir. The three F's. If you're going to have a strong finish, it's because you had strong faith and a strong fight. See, see, this walk ain't for no wimps. Uh-uh. See, if you're going to put your hands on a gospel plow, you got to keep on plowing. Uh, 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 ain't no putting your hand to the plow and then turning back. You got to keep on going. You got to work while it's day. When night comes, no man can work. What are you saying? I'm saying it takes a woman with some strong stuff to endure what you're going to have to endure. Yes. You wife. Yes. You mother. Yes. You widow. Yes. You divorcee. Yes. You single woman. Yes. You single mother. Yes. You, I'm talking to you. You can't give up now. It ain't over till God says it's over. The three F's a strong fight leads to strong faith, which leads to a strong finish. Therefore, if you're going to have a strong finish, it's because you have strong faith and you got a strong fight. Come on here. This isn't the time to give up now. This is a time to lock your knees like that mule. Stand there. Paul even said in another place in scripture, having done all to stand, stand there for. I'm encouraging you women. To fight the good fight. Keep the faith. And then you will have a strong finish. God bless you women. I will see you next week.